Welcome patriots to this episode of Raven's Radar. Today, we are using the force. What does she mean by that? It's gonna be epic, I promise. If it's in your sights, it's on my radar. We'll be airborne shortly. Welcome back, Patriots. It's that time. It's that time to get on the front lines. And today we are with the amazing Texas Defense Force and the founders uh, of this amazing organization. What is so amazing about it? Well, pretty much everything. It is Texans protecting Texas. They're protecting our land, our schools, our property, our freedoms, and everything we want as America. And they protect yours truly. This is the the security, the official security of the conservative warrior, and they're here with me today. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for being here. This is something that everybody's talking about, but in a different facet. Security, our security, what that means is conversation du jour everywhere right now in America. So tell us a little bit about Texas Defense Force, when you started and what our mission is. The entire reason I founded this was back in 2016, I didn't feel like I had the legal background to be able to protect myself and my family. Uh, the lack of that knowledge plus uh, proper training uh, was elusive and it, uh, it was a stepping stone and I found this to be a good way legally by the state of Texas to create an entity where we could go out and help to protect our neighbors. So was there something that led into that? What was the catalyst that, that led you to believe, I've, I don't have enough protection, I don't have the right to execute my rights properly if something comes down, a situation where our security is threatened, our freedom, our safety is threatened? Well, honestly, I've never uh, had any uh, run-ins with uh, local law enforcement but um, I was protesting on a bridge and uh, uh, they didn't like it and they did everything they could to get me off and I didn't understand my legal rights. And I thought this, there's gotta be a better way and I need to answer that. And uh, so I started to develop and talk to people who could give me an insight and I found the security industry to be that answer because by law, I have to be a good person I can't have a class B misdemeanor uh, on my license in order to be licensed by the state of Texas as a security guard. And we use that licensing called 1702, the occupation code to answer that. In turn, we're able to go out and do things in the neighborhood. We protect folks and we're volunteers. That is the key to our whole organization is we're volunteers. We do not do this for a living. And now we're talking about we. So you started this in 2016 and it's grown, correct? So now we have an actual force. Not that you're not a force in yourself, but we have a force now of a lot of members and engagement. What's the growth and engagement been like? We have, uh, uh, we've had a couple of hiccups where we've had people that come in that uh, don't really belong 
if you uh, if you if you want to be a cop, go be a cop. We're not cops. Uh, What's the distinguishing difference if people are going, you know, between what you do and what police officer and cops do? You know, we have we don't have arrest authority under the law, and we respect police. Uh, we do not we don't go into that uh, uh, realm of authority, but we are able to do things. I've always said that we are proactive in our approach rather than reactive. Police can only respond when something has happened or on the verge of happening and they witnessed it. We can actually go out and stop people from misbehaving. That, that's it. That was the tactical <laughs> nuke that we always get is this is solving problems before they occur. Okay, could have really used that in 2016 before we got El Sniffy. But the point is, is that we've got now situation. So let's put that in real context. What does that actually mean? Uh, school shootings. Let's take it from that perspective. That's a hot topic right now because we've got a lot of lawlessness. So where do you come in as it relates to the uh, epidemic of school shootings we've had? Sure. Uh, let me let me back up a little bit and say there's a lot of uh, uh, misbehavior going on in the past few years. We've all seen it nationwide where there's select groups of people who feel like they can go out and cause havoc and damage uh, and uh, hurt our fellow citizens. And that's not going, we don't have to tolerate that. And I will give you one example right now. We have some folks down in South Texas that are fixing to host a couple of people that believe that uh, uh, school, school shouldn't have books that are adverse to the learning of a child. And uh, they have asked us to come down and, and, uh, and protect them from getting out of hand. And keeping and, the peace. And keeping the peace. Then fast forward it, uh, the school shootings have become alarmingly a problem. And we want, and I've developed an answer to that that I feel is awesome. It should go nationwide, not just in Texas. And uh, I believe that uh, we are getting a phenomenal amount of response on that now. So let's drill that real quick. We have, the question is, how do we stop school shootings, Robert? And the answer is? We bring in the mothers and fathers or the LEOs that are in a position they want to protect the children. Not that they're getting a paycheck, but they protect the children. So we have a volunteer program that we submitted to the state to put 10,000 officers in the school statewide the legislature did not, uh, didn't, uh, didn't look at it. We didn't get the attention. We felt like it should have deserved. But now the schools are coming after us now for those answers because the state did not allocate the kind of funds that these schools actually needed to do it, to hire someone. And it's, uh, it's, it's quite the, the situation right now. But, you know, and so I will pay, play... Uh, the victim, but, 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 but Robert, there's a school, there's a sign that says it's a gun-free zone. That's good, right? There are a lot of folks that shouldn't have them. It's the motivation of the person. But if I was a father, just as you saw in Uvalde, to refuse 
a person's right to go and help protect the children is not a good thing. And we have got to facilitate more people to get involved in the community to help fight against that kind of behavior. Correct. And then for those who think we are out of touch, you know, Uvalde is here in Texas. That was in our backyard. Okay. So the important premise of this is we get a lot of flack. I know you get it. I get it of people saying, you know, we don't need guns in our schools. We just need a sign that says, don't bring guns here and some rock salt. Okay. But no, in reality, okay, the way that you stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And if we protect our banks, our sporting events, and even our demented residents of 1600 with guns, then we should be protecting our most valuable and our most vulnerable with them too. I said it, I went there, how am I doing? Exactly. Okay, so uh, we, she's, she's batting in there. So also this program that you've developed also relies on, is there a technology behind that about how do we actually stop them, Robert? Of Is there a way to equip teachers and to notify them of certain situations before it comes to the point where we're all kind of watching it on the news, hoping it turns out better? Well, our first focus was on bringing in talent uh, to satisfy the security needs of the day. And uh, after we did that, we had the opportunity. I do uh, architectural art for a living. I create things. And uh, it, it led to some uh, programs that I was able to join forces with my lieutenant commander here, uh, Officer Ritchie. He is uh, brilliant in programming. And I have, was trying to get an app built in Czechoslovakia until the war started in Ukraine and couldn't find the talent. I met Mr. Ritchie. He came in and auditioned uh, as an officer and uh, found out that uh, this is the best thing could have ever happened because what he's done is we can I can I can derive conceptually but he's actually put it into place where we can go into a school situation and we can provide a lot of material that uh, is needed from a deterrent standpoint oh that sounds interesting we have got to get into that uh, we are going to get back into what he means by that right after the break. And I will be asking him the question everybody wants to know, which is, was that your crack in the White House? Unreal. <laughs> That's a big no. But I think he has an educated guess on who it is. And we're going to talk about it right after this. Hey there, Patriots. It's Raven, the conservative warrior. I am here on behalf of Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they now offer competitive business plans. Switching to Patriot Mobile from your current carrier has never been easier. When you become a Patriot Mobile member, your dollars are helping to fund our God-given rights and freedoms. You know us, Patriots. We vote with our wallet. 
Stop funding the people who are selling us out. Support Patriot Mobile now. Be part of the solution. Be part of the freedom. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Raven. Get free activation. Patriots, mobilize. Welcome back, Patriots. Hopefully we are filling that gap. We're stepping into the gap because we're using the force today. The Texas Defense Force, amazing organization that is committed and dedicated to keeping Texas safe, Texans protecting Texas. We're here with Robert Beverly and Michael Ritchie. And Michael, you joined Texas Defense Force. Tell me about your role and what you do now with the force. Uh, I manage the website and uh, I try to uh, I try to come up with uh, conceptually new avenues for us to uh, push our services out to uh, the schools and other individuals. Um, I'm a volunteer, just like everyone else. And uh, just trying to do my part. Uh, we recently did a, a commercial. So one of these, one of these things that you, you kind of jump into because you have to. So uh, well, a commercial that sounds that. like a winner. I think we have the commercial. Let's roll the clip. Sam Houston once said, Texas has yet to learn submission to any oppression come from what source it may. This spirit, this tenacity, it's what makes us Texans. When it comes to protecting our children, we summon the same fierce determination that we use to guard our own homes, steady, unyielding in our resolve. In this same Texas spirit, Texas Defense Force Security created the School Officer Program. A bold answer to Texas HB3, a law ensuring the safety and security of every Texas school campus. Who better to protect our children than us? Volunteers, parents, guardians. We are the protectors our children have been waiting for. We're not just asking folks to stand guard. We're equipping them with skills, with knowledge, making sure they're ready for the responsibility. We hold our program to the highest standards, transparency, accountability, every volunteer knowing their role. Working hand in hand with our local law enforcement, enhancing the jurisdictional authority of our own hometown heroes. Our volunteers are not chosen at random. They're selected from within the community based on recommendations from local law enforcement and school district staff. Solid, dependable, trustworthy patriots stepping up to ensure the safety of our schools. We are Texans. We stand strong, we stand together we stand for the safety of our children. The Texas Defense Force School Officer Program, keeping Texas safe one school at a time. I'm Aaron Flack and I'm a volunteer. I'm Brady Fitzner and I'm a volunteer. My name is David Jones and I'm a volunteer. My name is Eric Barton and I'm a volunteer. I'm Dr. Gilbert Danforth, and I'm a volunteer. My name is Greg Nash, and I'm a volunteer. My name is Hector Quinones, and I am a volunteer. My name is Jack Griffith, and I'm a volunteer. My name is Karen Ritchie, and I am a volunteer. Hi, my name is Laura Smith, and I'm a volunteer. 
My name is Michael Ritchie, and I'm a volunteer. My name is Robert Beverly. I am a proud volunteer with Texas Defense Force. Join us in making our schools, our children, our Texas a safer place. Woo! So that is our force, jack of all trades, master of all trades. And so, yes, Robert, the great commercial, great clip. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, number one, Mr. Ritchie undervalues himself. That was a very humble reply. And uh, uh, the uh, the work that he has done to transform and update our entire program, I can come up with the concepts, but uh, he has become an invaluable tool to this organization. And we have a lot of things planned and we plan to be a lot more proactive in other areas in the coming year that are going to transform uh, the way we uh, are viewed on a nationwide level. So yes, he is being he is being humble. He is a cyber genius. Nerds unite! This is our guy. I mean, he really is. He literally, you know, the commercial they said there's an app for that. We got one of those. He literally can put a technology. I can say to him, I want a device that does this and he can build it. He is a cyber genius. And so the important thing is, you know, keeping us safe. Is there any way that we could hack into Joe Biden's teleprompter? Um, uh, you probably paid, pay, uh, Hunter off and he probably could, uh, just give you the passwords. So <laughs> that's right. throw so, a piece of Parmesan cheese on the ground. Yeah, no, we're going to sprinkle the don't be too busy with that. Cause we don't know whose line it is. <laughs> we know whose line it is. Okay. Give me a break. Uh, but anyways, yeah, that's, I'm having a little fun with him, but we, but the important thing is being able to have the technology that gives us the resources to be ahead of these problems is the the essence of it. So going forward, what are what is Texas Defense Force working on right now? Well, right now we are uh, being inundated by the schools. We sent out a program. Michael developed this online. You can go and look at our homepage uh, at txdf.org. And you will see on the first page a calculator. And I'm going to let him explain what it does and how it works. But it is phenomenal. And each school can go in and look at their own stats as far as what they need to satisfy the current HB3 uh, protocol from the state. And I'll let him uh, fill those blanks in. Um, I think I should probably start with uh, the source of my data. Okay. Which is... Is it uh, definitely not an apple? This? Definitely not. No, it's, just a, it's an animal. Definitely an animal. <laughs> okay. I couldn't resist, Patriots. Okay, go for it. I had to cover up the logo, right? <laughs> so um, the data that I, that I received uh, is from the, the two bills that were passed. HB3, which mandates an armed security officer in school during regular school hours. Now, HB3 doesn't provide the funding for the schools. That comes from HB11 which provides $10 per student per year to cover security, which is not a lot at all. $10 per year? Per student per year. Uh, okay. I'm so, not exactly sure what, what does $10 a year well, warrant in security? Um, let me bring up I think up I got the, something like that out of a Cracker Jack box a long time ago. Uh, you know, I, I probably shouldn't name off individual uh, schools here, but... 
there are a lot of schools in Texas that have one or two campuses, less than a thousand students. So for a school, let's say you have a school that's a thousand students and two campuses. They're getting $10,000. That's all. Now the, the median wage for a private security is 33,377, something like that, 33,000. And uh, the median wage for an SRO is 59,000. So they can't even afford a security guard for one third of the year when they need two for two campuses, one for each campus. So what I've done is uh, I collected some data from the TEA, which gives me information about the 2022 numbers for all of our schools. We, of course, I don't have current numbers. School hasn't started yet. Uh, but using last year's numbers, I was able to bring up this calculator to create this calculator to allow a school district to find themselves in the list, make adjustments to their, maybe they have a, a different estimate than last year's. And, and you know maybe they've opened the new campus so they can adjust the, the student count and the campus count and see exactly what the state gives them, how many SROs or how many uh, private security that will, that will buy them and what their budget underrun is because not a single school has been given enough to cover the state mandate. I mean, well, $10? I mean, I can't buy the poster board for those ridiculous gun-free zone signs for that amount of money. $10 per student per year. That's Bidenomics. Okay, that's so that's what people really need to understand is we don't that's part of the problem. We don't even have the resources. We're talking about keeping our children safe. Okay, we got to stop being cheap. <laughs> that's 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 not enough for them to do what they want to do. But this is how we're addressing the problem. So how are we addressing the problem? What do we do to move this forward? So school districts can look you up. But then what's our next step to get Texas D Defense Force, you know, in our schools and helping these communities keep our kids safe? Probably the biggest part of our, our, our organization is the answer. We are volunteers. Yeah, what we're trying to do is we're, we're saying, folks, we know that you have to satisfy this requirement. Our original proposal to the state was a five-year contract costing $45 million. What was unique about that is we're taking the entire responsibility away from the schools. Now, they dictate who comes in and serves, the police chief, the superintendents. We do not, we don't go into their purvey, you know, their, their response area of responsibility. All we're doing is making sure that these folks have their head in the game. They are there to provide that service. And if they aren't, then we suggest they be removed. Our whole, uh, my whole concept was to bring them in once a quarter for an evaluation and let them go back and say, you know, we don't think that this guy is really uh, up to task. He's not willing to put the training in. He doesn't take it seriously. All right. Or he's had a thousand donuts between quarter one and two. <laughs> we don't like that. But we also had, we covered the entire situation, even communication. And we don't have that uh, yet. So um, excellent. And what I want to also show people that there's something that Robert is being very humble about, which is when these guys roll up, I mean, it is epic. They have, you just, you have to see it to believe it. So this is what it looks like when Texas Defense Force rolls up on site. Up next, we have Texas Defense Force. 
Texas Defense Force Security is the first of its kind volunteer security contractor licensed by the state of Texas. They have members from all walks of life and from every corner of the state. Their purpose is to engage, educate, and serve the good citizens of Texas. All are welcome to apply. Their parade entry displays the great pride they have in serving our wonderful community. Woo, Patriots, did I tell you? I'm sorry, that is as Texas as it gets. A gun turret, guys, on the back of a truck. I can't even tell you what that was like. I was honored to be in the parade with Texas Defense Force uh, for 4th of July and celebrating our freedoms. And I'm just telling you, there's just nothing like a big truck in Texas, big monster truck with a gun turret on the back. Yes, I went there. So uh, I can promise you all these anti-gun people aren't having as much fun as we, we did on that day. But the end of the, the day is the goal is to not to use them. But coming back to this of, you know, this is a display of force that we come on there, a, a deterrent to, to um, protect the children. Because we all know that people, especially uh, ones who are shooting up these places, are looking for soft targets. They don't go into police stations. They don't go into banks. They go into schools. They go into sporting events and things they believe are soft targets. Correct. And we, with the numbers that we can put in to the schools as volunteers are triple, quadruple the amount that any school might be able to afford. And it makes it a unique situation. There's also something else that happens is these officers, because we're a statewide agency, those officers can go anywhere with that school bus that's being uh, goes to a track meet two or three hours away. You know, your typical law enforcement officer has no authority outside of his sworn jurisdiction. So it makes it there are a lot of we could go into a lot of bells and whistles for the volunteer who goes into a school that goes way beyond what the responsibility is to the school. But uh, we could do that, you know, uh, but it would do, we'd be here an hour and a half just enjoying the benefits. But at the end of the day, we want these folks, our intent as an organization is we hope they stick around and serve the community they, they, they live in. And that is the entire concept behind Texas Defense Force. And what I also want to, to not be remiss is that we're, we, we're talking about schools, but you're not just schools. We had a tornado that came up recently that devastated a local area. And you guys were on site. That command center has generators getting people who had lost power in hospitals, correct? Yes, uh, two years ago, I believe it was, during that real bad uh, storm uh, snow where it got so uh, cold, we actually took our 45 kilowatt generator and went over and powered homes in the uh, Metroplex area for folks who could not be transported to the hospital it, they were too frail and the resources weren't there. And we went over and, and powered their uh, homes. We also did an apartment complex. So it was, a, it was a situation where we go out and serve on different levels. And that's what it basically is about, uh, Patriots. I want you to hear that. It's not just our children. It's not just our elderly. It's being a part of the community, serving the community that we all live in and draw strength from. That's how Texans do it. We look after each other. That's it's been that way forever in Texas of when you know disaster strikes, we come running. It's just you guys do it in all black 
trucks and with generators and the resources needed to do the job we need them to do. And that's amazing. So you're going to be out in a few different uh, areas coming up, right? Uh, trying to get support as we go, the kids go back to school, correct? Yes. Yes, we're, we have quite a few Zoom calls already planned with area superintendents. The response has been overwhelming for our program. Why? Because schools can't afford what the state's given them. They just don't have the resources. They've got a mandate and no money for it. That's it. I've got some hard numbers for one school district. Let's get the one school district. Let's get some verbs in the sentences, Mike. Let's go. All right. I'm not going to name the uh, school district here, but I'm going to give you their 2022 enrollment. They had 2,716 students on six campuses. So that means that they need six security guards for those campuses. To per work, the mandate. Per the mandate. That uh, liability to the school district if they do only level three private security officers at the medium at, at the, the median salary is two hundred thousand dollars. If they do SROs, it's three hundred fifty-four thousand dollars. But the state has provided them with one hundred seventy-two thousand dollars, and uh, no, pardon me, I got that wrong. They're underfunded by one hundred seventy-two thousand dollars if they do. Uh, level three security, and they're underfunded by $327,000 if they do SROs, so. Okay, so let me, you know, I'm one of these people who needs it in hand puppets and, and big letters, so we know that we're woefully underfunded, but Texas Defense Force solution for the gap we have in not being able to afford proper security officers, I mean, how do you digest that? Well, so that, that school district that's underfunded by, you know, between $150,000 and $230,000, they can't afford a single officer. But under our program, they can afford 22 volunteers, which is more than enough to cover their six campuses. And 22 volunteers, we're talking about people who are trained, licensed, mm -hmm. bonded, and capable of doing the job. And volunteers mean they want to do it and motivated. It's their children that they're protecting. There it is, Patriots. It's their children, ours too, but their children. So they have a vested interest. It's also more palatable because they are part of that community. They're actually serving their community. That's huge. Can I, can I bring in one, one other point? Yes. There was a woman in Uvalde who was arrested attempting to get into the school during that shooting. She was trying to get to her children. And I think that if we were to put an armed parent in a security role in that school, they'd go through a brick wall to save their kids. You got that right. I feel like I, I do that on a daily basis anyway. But yes, absolutely. That is, that's good information. That's awesome. And that's really important that people need to know. And you have statistics for that. But I could actually go to your website and put in my children's school district Absolutely. and find out where we stand in terms of readiness. And is that what I'm always talking about, Patriots, about being readiness and prepared and what the front look line looks like. And that's why when we're sending billions of dollars over to Ukraine, okay, and our kids are getting $10 uh, per student per year, it's a problem. Also for tornado disaster reliefs. And now we've got an influx, any influx of, of seven to nine million Illegals coming into our country, okay, thanks to this administration. Is that amping up the need for security? Exponentially. It's not getting any safer.
So you, you darn right, not until we get some order back in the universe and some common sense back in the White House. But so tell all of us, you know, this is what we need to, to hear. We need to have the tools to be able to engage. And what we need is we need parents to come out and support you, correct? Where can people find you and get involved with what you're doing? They can go to our website. Uh, it's txdf.org. And they uh, can go through our contact page and uh, find us there. There's a uh, link right on the homepage where it says for parents. This is for parents who want to volunteer. That's right. And uh, as an organization, the way we have dealt with this since the beginning was if you come in, we provide you with the umbrella, the security licensing. We, we train you. Uh, you go through this. We'll tell you exactly how to dress and, you know, your uniform requirements, all of the legal. We spend a lot of time educating you. We have a ham radio class coming up in just, what, three weeks? Uh, we require all of our officers to have their first level technician license under uh, the uh, ham radio operator. Uh, why? Because we actually have a superintendent that we are having a conference call with next week northwest of here and he actually experienced a tornado that went through and damaged his property and the school buses had no way to communicate and so they went to a ham radio system so we we go way beyond just your typical uh, a security guard we don't do security guard it doesn't pay very well uh, we ask the guys to come in be trained in return all we ask for is 40 hours a year volunteer as far as the parents that go into the school that's an entirely different program but we're hoping that they stick around in 10 years from now we've got a 10 15 000 people statewide that are out there serving their community in a uh, uh security uh, role capability yes and that's the the crux patriots i get this question a lot you ask me a lot on the website what can we do? You know, what can we do? We see all this going on. This is what we can do, okay? Raven, give us a sign. Here it is. It's not Apple. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, yo, here is, this is it, Patriots. This is, you want to know. I always tell people, if you can't be on the front lines, support those of us who are. And these two and the amazing, it is an amazing crew at Texas Defense Force. I've met you know, nearly all of them, and they are incredible. They are all plugged in. They all care. They are all committed to moving forward and keeping us safe. And you just, that's what we need more than anything. Thank you both so much for being with us today. And you have got to, Patriots, I'm encouraging you. This is your homework. You got to get out to the website, go visit Texas Defense Force, support them, donate, be behind them. We have to get behind the people who are doing the work and give them the resources they need to do the job we are tasking them to do. You know how I say it. So this it is. This is the marching orders. This is the time. This is the time to get involved, Patriots. We need you now more than ever. And we'll be back right after this.
Hey there, Patriots. It's Raven, the conservative warrior. I am here on behalf of Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they now offer competitive business plans. Switching to Patriot Mobile from your current carrier has never been easier. When you become a Patriot Mobile member, your dollars are helping to fund our God-given rights and freedoms. You know us, Patriots. We vote with our wallet. Stop funding the people who are selling us out. Support Patriot Mobile now. Be part of the solution. Be part of the freedom. Go to PatriotMobile.com forward slash Raven. Get free activation. Patriots, mobilize. Thank you, Patriots, for being here for this episode of Raven's Radar. I hope you guys enjoyed being with the force. I know I'm, my inner dork is coming out, and I can I can do that, though. This is an amazing organization. Thank you so much to Texas Defense Force for taking the time to come in and explain to us. I really feel like for Patriots, for Americans, for Christians, for warriors, that's what we, we need right now. We need an abundance of solutions, not feigning the problems. We all know what's out there. What are we going to do about it? Verbs in the sentences. That's what I'm always talking about. Verbs in the sentences and coming to the front line, shouting at the television. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. That's uh, probably refreshing, but it's not helpful. We got to get to this front line. And how do we do that? We go to the people who are making it happen. If we can't be on the front line, support those of us who are. So I'm asking you to go to ravenharrison.com. There'll be information about Texas Defense Force where you can find them. If you wanna find me on social media, you can do it at raven underscore TX warrior. Please consider going to ravenharrison.com, clicking on Raven Pack and donating. Every little bit helps, but these are the kind of things we do. This is what Raven Pack does. It funds organization like like Texas Defense Force and conservative politicians who are following the letter of law and upholding the values and beliefs of their constituents. This is what it is. We're putting our money where our mouth is, and both in some cases. I also encourage you to pick up a copy of Raven's Mantle. This is a barn burner. It is a firebred program of what the loop of communism and the Cold World Cold War looks like and where we are now. We are not in new territory with saving our country. We're just back in familiar territory and we've got to step up now. We were all made for a time such as this. So I'm asking patriots, get a copy of the book. You can get it at amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com. You can also go to our website for a link you're not gonna be disappointed. This is fire. You know your favorite fire breather is going to put it in print right now, and I'm counting on patriots. Give me your feedback and join me on the front line. And until then, keep fighting. <laughs>